November 1st, 2017. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro show. First, what is it? All Saints Day? No, it's all. Uh, what are the all day? Souls Day? It's just the season. What are the first or the second? I always get them yeah. backwards. Yeah, our Dio Doyle's Muertos. Yeah, it's the Dios Dio Muerte for the Mexican uh, partying thing. Actually, it's like two or three days, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, Brother Matt's been a long time. Yeah, way long time. So to explain to the people since summertime what's been going on with well, I had my femur sawed off that's a trip um, <laughs> yeah so I have to deal with that rehabbing this stuff with the, the hip talking replacement talking about the top of his femur people they got they uh, did a hip replacement so they cut the yeah, they cut the that thing and pound a spike down through your femur bone. That's and then the cat also kind of nudged, nub, nubbed yeah, a yeah, you nerve. the nerve, so my my thigh is like dead. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's gonna get better. He's got no but, feeling uh, in his side. <laughs> so I think that's a gift, but <laughs> yeah, I like that thigh. <laughs> anyway, but well, it, it feels coming, better. Coming it feels better than it, it did the last several right. years. So. Right. So that's improvement. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, your Dodgers are in the Dodgers is some excitement, man. Oh man! Voice there. Yeah, we made it to seventh game. So, so tonight's the night. Yeah. God's gonna smile upon and it's us. It's at home. Yeah. Both so, teams are amazing. Usually, like a uh, like like the Reds, the Cards, the yeah. Phillies. I hate those teams, but I got big big respect for the the Houston man. Those it's guys are all badass. Time, right? Yeah, they're all badass. Those guys are great. They got it. And. Uh, Oh, the, the Cuban guy with that. Yeah, chinos. yeah, that was no chi- If he would have said chinos, I think it would have been okay. Uh, but him saying chinitos, yeah. like the little boy, uh, Asian guy, and uh, that was like, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, start off the show. Anyway, glad you're back, brother man. Thank and you. You're on the mend, and uh, I'm going to be back. Uh, people, I turned 60 in December. 
Wow, you're hearing some noise from far away Seville, Spain, because uh, of our guest. But uh, I'm going to be home a lot in 2018. I turned 60 in December, and it's going to be the year of composing and recording. So not as much away time in 2018. Uh, we started with two bass hit, John Coltrane and Miles Davis, live. I think Billy Huggins was on the drums. And uh, Mr. Paul Chambers bass. Uh, who's that alto guy? Cannonball Adderley. Mm. Red Garland on piano. So, uh, after that was our guest, Marco Serrato, Cuervo Sueña, K.S. Mover, the crows uh, for the ladies. Uh, Marco, welcome. Uh, thank you. Good evening. It's yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, you're eight hours ahead of us. Yes. Okay. Thank uh, you for calling me. Yeah, there's no problem. Uh, fellow bass player, Andalusia, Seville. I got to yeah. spend five, six days there once. The Stooges were supposed to play Canaries Islands, and it did happen. Yes, I was there. Okay. So we ended up playing maybe some Campo Cruz, yeah, real good cerveza festival. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed my time in the town. Ah, I got to see, cool. Yeah, a lot of neat stuff like Alcazar and ah, the yes, Indies beautiful. and climb the Geralda, Geralda. Yes. And uh, yeah, that stuff was trippy for me. Sure. Also, uh, place. I, I like <laughs> the old Jewish uh, part of downtown, uh, old town. I, I saw yes. some uh, real uh, fl flamenco stuff. Not the cheesy, cool. corny kind, kitschy kind, but. Yeah, stuff that made me cry. It is the whole, the whole tourist stuff, I see that. <laughs> yeah, but cool. I, 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 the tourist was later. When they started doing the mariachis, when a different kind of audience came, that's when it was time for Watt to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I got to see the first batch of stuff, and that uh, was way, way more the homegrown. Uh, what's your oldest music memory, Marco? My oldest music memory... And maybe I was about three, four years old. I was watching uh, the TV, and there was a, a program for, for teenagers. And I remember uh, introducing some musical band, and 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 the girl from the program said some something about the Beatles. And then I saw a guy. Uh, with the painted face and blood in their tongue, and I thought it was the Beatles, but it was Kiss. <laughs> so I told my father that, hey, I like the Beatles. Uh, so, ah, okay, cool. So he played some Beatles for me, and I thought, no, it doesn't sound like the guy with the blood and the, <laughs> the makeup. Uh, but I think it was cool anyway, so I started liking the Beatles. <laughs> Very young, so it is my first memory related to, with rock and roll music and, and that. Can you uh, remember the first record you bought? Uh, with my own money? Yeah. Uh, yes, because uh, it was a cassette. It was by a German heavy metal band called Halloween. Uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part They were very popular here in Europe uh, at the end of the 80s. Yeah, I think they're called Hellion. 
we would say. Halloween. Halloween. How do you spell it? It's like Halloween, but uh, E instead. Oh, it's like Halloween. Uh, yeah, because I know there was a yes. band called Hellion. <laughs> okay, Excuse Halloween. my English. <laughs> and they were German guys, huh? Okay. Yes, yes. So, uh, what about in your house? Was anybody making music? No. Uh, no, my, uh, there was a guitar, a, a, a Spanish guitar, that my father bought because he, he was a communist <laughs> and he was in jail for a couple of months and there he started to learn to play a few songs and he bought a guitar but he, he never got really into it and me either because I, I couldn't really play I tried a few times but nothing until I started playing electric bass at 14 What about school? Did you try music in school? No. Okay. No. So your first thing is electric bass. Yes. And what, I, what gave you that electric idea, bass electric bass? Person. What gave you that idea, electric bass? What gave me the idea? Yeah, did you know another guy playing bass? Or uh, is it the guy no. in Halloween? It was only because, you know, I listen to a lot of heavy metal music. I'm a metal guy. Um, mostly listening to, to Motorhead and I remember listening to Stay Clean where it was a, a very cool bass solo with Lemmy playing a nice melody and I thought that, that bass guitar was the coolest thing So Lemmy, Lemmy was your uh, first bass hero? Mm, yes, maybe him and Cliff Barton from Metallica and people like that Okay, so uh, you're a teenager. Uh, you you buy a bass guitar, a bass amp. Yes. Uh, what you start? Is it man alone, or do you start playing with your friends? With my friends, we start uh, we start to play, trying playing some thrash metal, and then playing some death metal. And but I, I by the time I started to listen to a lot of different music, but I started trying to play our our own music from day one. What do you mean? What what kind of music from day one? Original? Yes, original music. Ah, yes. Okay, okay. Very bad music. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I just couldn't hear. Your English is fine. So uh, right away you start writing, trying to write compositions. Yes, but by that time I started write the, um, I started writing my own compositions. At the same time, I was learning to play. Yeah, it's very a common, a very common thing for among you know, all all the people playing hard rock and punk and metal and. Uh, yeah, different experience. When I was young, nobody played their own songs. You copied off records. Ah, okay. So I think culture changed after a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was 70s was a lot about copying uh, other people's music. It wasn't about trying to write yeah. your own music. I, we tried, but it was more difficult. Yeah, of course, of course. But at least you tried. We didn't even try. Yeah. I, I didn't start <laughs> writing songs till I got acquainted with the punk movement. So, yeah. uh, do you remember your, your, your first gig? Yes. I was about... I wasn't very young, I was 18 or 19 years old, and 
uh, I was really, really nervous. It, it was a big venue here in Seville, and, but I had a lot of fun with playing with my friends. The drummer it was a, a guy I knew from, from the kindergarten, <laughs> you know? Long time. It was very fun. And so, uh, what, what was the name of the band? It was a, a band called Tierra, like yeah. Earth, Earth in Spanish. I think that was Black Tierra. Sabbath, Black Sabbath's first name. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, when you were young, was it very important about genre? Like, you liked just the hard rock? Excuse me, repeat. Like, uh, this idea of genre, because you keep referring to heavy metal and hard rock and because it seems like the music I've been playing on my show is very experimental. Uh, no, um, yeah, the, uh, the first stuff I played were very straight. Um, Tierra was uh, in the 90s, so we got some stoner rock influence and alternative metal, you know. Uh, I always try to put um, some weird stuff, weird stuff, or but my first bands were not very experimental. Okay. Uh, I, like, for example, later. For example, I'm going to play uh, Cuervo, Devora los Ojos, Duce, uh, Father, for the Father's Eyes. Yeah. Uh, th this is not, I would call, death metal. No, <laughs> it isn't. No, <laughs> so yeah. we're going to play uh, this. I, and then I, I started, and um, I say that I didn't learn music in school, but at 23 years old, I quit all the bands and I started to play um, double bass and learning music. And, and at the same time, I was listening a lot of jazz music, um, modern composers like Ligeti, Oliver Messiaen, and even people from Free Improvisation. And I try to mix all together, but sometimes you, you got um, there's some metal background on some of it, but it's not it's open music where I put everything I, I have in my in my head. Yeah. So the crows eat father's eyes. <laughs> Let's yeah. listen.
folk hunkering down for the night through the throng of black clad teenagers outside McDonald's stand on the edge of a curb look down my right shoe is nudging a soiled tampon in a field on Isla barnacle geese prepare to migrate
Balladney Chicken Cottage The happy toddler Has an open and confident shoulder swagger Keenly engaging With all her surroundings
Pibra Show, we heard uh, Cuervo Duvara Los Ojos de Su Padre by Marco Sorato. I guess he was making a change uh, from uh, genre based, getting free of genre based music on his road to his own uh, compositions. Then we heard a Howie Reeve. I know he was just there in Andalusia. Yeah. Uh, Ghost yes, of Possibilities. Ghost of my home. Yeah. He was staying with you, right? Yes. Yeah. He's a very nice guy. Nels Klein, Snare Girl. Barry Burko Band, Tel Aviv with Bone Dogs, Birkenstocks, Guide by Voices, Chew the Sand. I got to uh, share the bill. They played really good in our Pedro town. You didn't see him, Brother Matt? But you were at the gig. Yeah, yeah. Where um, were you? I was. I looked uh, all over for you. Yeah, I was just wandering around. What about Dirk? I saw Dirk a couple times. Okay, I never saw him either. <laughs> God damn. And we had the it's his birthday today. Dirk's birthday. That's right. Happy, Happy birthday. Six months, uh, two months older. Than uh, uh, the, uh, the, the did you see the band that played before us? It was Delicate Steve. I saw tail end okay, of. Okay, well the drummer man, he's got a solo thing called the Odd. Uh, we heard that. Now I remember uh, people writing about Chico Hamilton. You know, why does this guy get writer's credits? He's a drummer. Drummers can't write songs. <laughs> Holy Very be careful. They're, they got a new uh, album out. Those uh, Columbia Cats. Cumbria. Cool. And uh, Carmelita Arios, and then finally Orthodox with Suyo es el Rostro de la Muerta, which is, I guess, Marco, your current project, yep. right? Orthodox. Yes, it's my, my main project, my main band. Yeah, what's this name mean, Orthodox? Eh? Sorry? Usually when we use this word Orthodox, it means very regular. Doing the do, you know? With that. And, and One of my least favorite words in the world, normal. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> right? This this word orthodox, right? It means, uh, I don't know. Why'd you pick that name? That name? Ah, because um, when we started, we wanted um, to... Um, all, the, all, the, all the reviews talk about how unorthodox were our metal concept. But we thought we were, in fact, following the real orthodox metal path. Yeah, like people like Celtic Frost or early Black Sabbath, who made metal without rules, mixing a lot of influence and different instrumentation. And, uh, and we thought that this way of making metal was losing because all the productions sound like plastic. So we try to make a, a band um, with, the, with the free mentality of the original metal bands. So we thought we were being very orthodox doing that. <laughs> you were part of, part of Black Sabbath orthodoxy. Yes, because, uh, for example, if you, if you listen to Black Sabbath, it's not only riffs and stuff. You, you can listen to Never Say Die or Volume 4, and there is a lot of different stuff on them. And now everybody who plays metal, uh, it's mainstream metal, it sounds like pop to me. Scorpions. So, mm -hmm. we try to, to, to give back that feeling of do what you want. Okay. Yeah, um, I think the bass player wrote all the words. What about the words? 
Because you, 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 you use instrumental kind of medium. Yes. And uh, we, we, we sing, uh, we've made a lot of instrumental songs, but also we have more straight metal songs with vocals. Um, mostly I do the, the, I sing and do the lyrics. Ah, he's a butler. He didn't do the ah, singing, but he wrote the words. <laughs> Sorry, you're, no, no. you're talking about Jesus Butler? My, uh, well, he wrote a lot of the words to Black Sabbath, I found out. Sure, yeah, I know, I know, sure. All right. And uh, you think there's an orthodox way to make heavy metal lyrics? Do you remember the, yes. the word heavy metal? What? There's a, a song, it was in uh, Easy Rider, Born to be Wild. Hmm. Mars Bonfire, yes. ah, yes. Steppenwolf, uh -huh. and I think he says Heavy Metal Thunder, Yeah. Yes. or something, yeah, and then the Blue to Cold has a song where they go like some heavy metal fruit, yes. they're singing about awesome. some Nazi jet Hello. fighter or something, <laughs> do, 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 do you, is there any kind of humor in, in metal lyrics? Yes, sure, always. Or is it, it's not always so serious, right? Yes, it hasn't. It, no, I. We're open to you more, all the time. But you then a, a song like "A Hand of Doom" not so funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Always very uh, and a lot of ironic stuff and uh, seek humor. We're open to this. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> well, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, filth. Uh, Something of filth. Yes. Cr cradle of filth. I kind of no, but I don't like them. <laughs> you don't. <li> <laughs> They're from England, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, They're I know kind that. of funny. I like right? some black metal, but only their early bands. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely kind of funny. <laughs> kind <Yeah>. of. <laughs> uh, but who, who, who would be serious? Like Iron Maiden? <laughs> or Iron Maiden is my... I have a, a kid with eight years old, and he loves Iron Maiden. Yeah. And so he's will listen to Iron Maiden all the time. I've been listening to Iron Maiden <laughs> for the last five years without stop. <laughs> so I love them now, too. I like them. They're funny, and they're professionals, great musicians, and I love the band. And their humor on them too. Yeah, right. They, they used uh, the prisoner. Oh yeah. Yeah. They used a vocal from this England TV show called The Prisoner in the sixties. Yes. You I'm are not a number. number. I'm not a number. I'm a free man. Free man. Uh, the, the number two says you're number six. You're number six. For number six. They also did a one from uh, Johnny Got His Gun. That was pretty wild. That's right. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour of the November 1st. I think, is this guy a Fox Day? In England, well, right? Oh, 5th, 5th, November 5th, they yeah. they do the, like, yeah. the fireworks? Yeah. Okay, so, well, fucked up on that. Anyway, it's <laughs> November 1st, 2017. <laughs> uh, first hour, Waffle Peters with Brother Matt, back with him, and our special guest from Seville, Marco Serrano. Yeah. Hold tight for hour two! November 1st, 2017. It's the second hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
как жене чаял. Tu 
Pedro show. We start off the second hour with Partum Cyrenus. Or they'd say Cyrenus. Orthodox. Uh, Rocky Balboa after that. Paper Cat. Pretty awesome lady on bass there. I got to play with a, a Polish uh, band. It was in Krakow, but the band was more so. And it was just drums, bass, and a singer. And the bass lady was wild, man. Kind of like Koya. Belgrade uh, with the wow wow yeah, yeah. Jimmy Hendrix guy yeah. I think she was doing that cool and I asked her if she was she wasn't even aware of this guy wow yeah she's maybe in early 40s mm-hmm. but she was tearing it up oh, awesome. you couldn't have a guitar because uh, it's, it's like Koya's thing uh, it's just too much wow cool they were bad they were called uh, Pachava a really good band anyway uh, well brand new uh, Deer from Boris the 25th anniversary album and then uh yeah, if, if, the, if the B in Boris is capital, they're playing like hard rock. But if it's a little B, they're playing experimental. You knew that, right? Uh, Morris, the singer lady from that band, and she uh, did Chao Obachi. And Peruba with Healer from their new album out of uh, Barcelona. Mernal B, particular singulars. And finally, uh, Chilibs with. Hidden Forces trio. Now, who's in Orthodox? Um, we were a trio um, with um, Borja Diaz on drums, who also played with me in, in Hidden Force trio and Spooknik trio. And we used to have a, a guitar player. Mm, and sometimes we call some friends to put some, some sax or clarinet. Um, but now we're, we've been working as a duo with drums and bass and vocals for the last three or four years. But always hoping to to collaborate with people because our last two albums we've been playing with a Greek sax player, Achilleas Po. And so we're always trying and changing and well, if both of you are in Hidden Forces Trio, what's the difference? It's uh, in Hidden Force Trio. We play with a clarinet player, and it's about improvisation. And we don't think in, in compositions the same way uh, or the same concepts. But we, when we play, when we write stuff for for Orthodox, we we put our, our metal heart <laughs> into it. And it's more like a, our main project where we put everything together. Hidden Force is only for for impro, or you know, and and we play also for for the current player, who is the main voice when we play together. So even though you're both in the same group, you approach the bands differently. Yes, we change our our mind. Sometimes you can find some connections, of course. But it's, it's different for us. And you were talking, yeah, it's different for you. But th- what about the Sputnik trio? Again, it's you guys. How yes, makes with it a, different? With, a, with Ricardo Tejero, he's, he's a sax player from Madrid. He, we, we met almost accidentally, and we met together mm, five minutes before we started playing on stage. So he had more experience than Borja and myself in, uh, 
playing free jazz and, and improvising. So we tried to tie him to us to learn with him. And we started that project and we got him to the studio to record and and we we played many gigs with him and learned a lot. So we we took him like a teacher for for improvising. Yeah, right. So he opened up some windows for you. What? Sorry? Opened up some windows for you, some doors. Yes, yes, sure. Because what's his background? It, probably not his Iron background. Maiden. Yes, he, he's it's probably he not has Iron Maiden. Any, anything to do with rock or metal. He he only played jazz and improvised music. He was playing in London and he knows a lot of people mm, from from there, from the improvisation, you know, like John Edwards or... or Simon Rhodes or Alan Wilkinson and people like that. Yeah. And so it was great for us to, because you know we we are metalheads trying to do this thing, and <laughs> it, it was great for us having having a player like him because he's he's a great player. Yeah, yeah. You know that's the great thing about music. It's about giving to each other. Yeah, sharing. Right. Sure. And uh, believe it or not, he's probably learning something from you guys playing with you also. Sure, I'm sure. He, we push him to to play other other things. He he, he taught us and that and he played different when we play with us. So everybody is Listening. learning something. Yeah. That's very interesting. Okay. It's time right now, because it's been quite a while, <laughs> for Brother Matt to deliver his spin cycle. Cool. So fasten your seatbelt. <laughs>
the white man's foothold increases, the red man's land diminishes. Seldom has history recorded such a phenomenal land transaction as that which took place.
Morgan for your listening pleasure. so much bring us back in the spin cycle room and tell pleasure. us why you did what you just did to us now yeah, it started because i saw a movie okay. uh, saw some baby driver the other day and heard that oh, yeah. simon garfunkel way in the back and i uh, hadn't heard that in a long time not that i liked them much but it was a cool tune and they had some butthole surfers because uh because they didn't see them but they were down at some growlers on sunday and oh, so, they did play, huh? Yeah, yeah. So did Bad Brains. Yeah, yeah. But I was on the other day. Mm-hmm. And I had to practice uh, Daniel Johnson. You there, Marco? Yes, here I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah a cool it's time, coming though. up tomorrow. I've learned all these tunes. Uh, God, I remember I met Daniel at a Butthole Surfer. Mm. It was Butthole Surfer, Sonic Youth, and Firehose. 1986, Daniel was wearing a McDonald's hat worked at McDonald's. He kept talk, talking to me about the Beatles. I think he really meant the Beatles, not Kiss. <laughs> you know, I saw, yes. I saw Kiss, Marco, a few times. Uh, maybe five times, four times before they ever had an album out. And I remember when the album came out, it was so slow. Yeah, the yes. tempo was very, yeah, they were very careful when they recorded. It was nothing like the gigs. I saw that. Well done. Anyway, uh, Brother Matt, thank you so much uh, for bringing us that 
Exactly. And also for being at the Growler. Yeah, thank you. That was a very cool time. That's bitch and picture of you and Tanarwin. Those oh, guys yeah. were right. There was a band from Mali. You know these cats? Marco Tiarwin. Who? Tiarwin. They're from the uh, Mali, West Africa. Better ones. Sahara. No. No, no, and, uh, sorry. Nomads. They play electric guitars and stuff, but they do it in their yeah, own way. Yeah, right, it's desert style. <laughs> yeah, desert blues or yeah. something. It's trippy. Yeah, I, it's very... Uh, also an African style, but not that guys. I think there's a lot of different African music. This this one in particular seems uh, maybe not as melodic, maybe more uh, rhythm. Uh, yeah. But still, still kind of melodic, and the singing... More uh, Arabic influence. Mm, yeah. And uh, it was just beautiful music, man. And, and, and calm, not that wild. Uh-huh. Builds up at Simmers. Uh, the bass man was uh, left handed playing upside down. I found out that Flea gave this guy yeah. the bass. Oh, cool. It's a 1962 P mm. bass. Yeah, that's the first time Flea I heard when Flea was here that day. And he just turned it upside down because oh, he's a left handed wow, cool. man. <laughs> very interesting the way the bass figures in their, their music. How do you call that band? Can, can you repeat them? Tenarwin. Tenarwin. Ah, yeah, 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 sure. It's I like know that. T i n a r i w e n. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I knew that. Yeah, they're quite popular underground level, but I I know them. Yeah. Yeah, they played at this festival. Sorry, guided by voices, and they were really good. Those are the two bands I saw all their sets. I just got back from tour, so. We weren't the tightest, but we did okay. Yeah, I saw the yeah, rock, yeah, that was cool. Facebook, maybe? What's that? You you with the guys? Uh, <coughs> I took a picture a with picture them, of, yeah, because yes. I know Billy. I saw They're it. staying out in the desert. Uh, uh, a friend <laughs> of mine who does, uh, he's a tour boss, a road boss, and uh, he's uh-huh. having him stay in there in his pad. Really good cat named Bill uh, Rami. His people, uh, Lebanese. Mm-hmm. He did some wrestling when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Good to see Billy. It surprised me. I didn't know. Connect. Uh, we're at the end of the uh, what is it? Second. Second hour, November first, two thousand seventeen edition of the Watt for Pedro show. Brother Matt, glad you're back. Yeah, thank you for thank that you. cyclage. Cool. And our special guest from Seville, Marco Solano. Hold tight for outer three. November first, two thousand seventeen. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
silvery plow of aluminum rowboat cut adequately and humbly through cattails and dragonflies. Leaning over the rope and pulley, I stroked the mantle of shiny weeds dripping on the coffee can anchor. On and on the creaking oars guide our narrow boat through the canal, Dad clamping teeth on his old pipe. Pop gets fish taste candy bars too, residing in the cooler's ice with an increasing cache of dead-eyed fish around the lakes and through the canal. Pop, weeds, a beer, a cheese, candy bar, fish. Grandiose houses on a distant shore so menacing. Tall, dark weeds go down beyond where I could care to go. World of the unseen beneath my feet. Dark gives way to light sandy bottom. Tracing the lake profiles rove file in a rowboat till grace line flips with a yellow perch. Then a rainstorm looming over. We take refuge in one of those houses. Hummingbirds' wings invisible as the trumpet vines. All come and go in a day. Each player in a grand memory. Dad, sisters, boat, lake, sky, rain. Until at last we pull up to the crushed center circle. Rush to the silver plywood outhouse. Pack the tackle, tilt the two swords in, and then up the shady lane. From a fishing trip started at dawn.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with the uh, Capricorn Sputnik Trio. That's Marco Serrato. And uh, who's that from Madrid on the sax? Ricardo Tejero. Yeah. From Madrid. Yeah. Right. Ricardo T. Tejero. 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 Yes. Tejero. Yeah, because I asked because, well, we'll get to it. Um, Matt Jones with Nuclear War. Guys, a demo done now. It sounds like a finished piece to me. Joe Brewer with Back Fishing. Now, Pilots, PNDC, and Housework feature in Shadow Light. Witsome uh, uh, with Sinovi. And finally, a Quelvo. Here's the Crows again. And this has got Ricardo Tero. But then Colin Webster yeah. and you with your, your buddy Bora. Now, yeah. What, what project was this? Where was Colin this, Webster from? Uh, uh, Colin Webster is very active. He's from London, and he's playing a lot with a lot of different people. Among them, he's playing also with um, a band from from Holland, which I love, which is called Death Neanderthals. It's a um, sax and drums duo, very aggressive um, jazz and noise music. And we, we play a, a tour together uh, through England a couple of years ago. And Colin was there with, with the Nandertals. And at the end of the tour, we have um, two extra days yeah. and where we went to play at uh, the Vortex, with, also with Ricardo Tejero. So we managed, um, Colin managed a, a session, a studio session for the four of us, and we just improvise and play, try some different ideas, and so he released that album that we, we love. <laughs> okay, okay, so uh, I understand. Uh, kind of spur of the moment quartet. Uh, we're going to play a, well, tell me about this, Antonio Ramirez, uh, you and Borja. Bo- I have called, uh, uh, Los Hermanos, this, uh, this song. Yes, it's, um, it's about uh, Antonio Ramirez. He's a friend who is, um, he books some gigs here and he um, he is, makes a lot of illustration and drawing. So he has uh, uh, some, some illustration that we, so he, he thought he wanted to improvise, yeah. uh, taking the ideas from his drawings. Ah, okay. Improvisation so that, that kind of, of book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we improvise for one of each drawings, and, and we love that that idea of releasing the, the, his drawings without music, so you can sit and watch the his art while listening to our improvisation. Okay, let's listen.
Watt from Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Antonio Ramirez, Marco Serrano, Borradillas with Los Romanos. Uh, the Breakfast Cowboy after that with Early Up. Automatic Sam, City Lights. Uh, a great band I just got to play with in uh, Brighton, England called The Emperors of Ice Cream at Middle Ground. And finally, Consangre de Quien Te Ofenda, Orthodox, Marco Serrano, our guest. Marco, what's, what, how can people get a hold of your music on the internet? Um, we have a, a bank Bandcamp for one of each project. There's a Bandcamp for Orthodox or um, for my solo stuff, and also there is um, uh, so a small label. So they Marco Serrato dot Bandcamp dot com. Yes. Yeah. So M A R C O S E R R A T O dot Bandcamp dot com, people. And what what plans you got going now? What's next for you? Um, we are in a kind of uh, we're going to release a few splits with other bands with Orthodox and uh, playing uh, one of them with Colin Wester and in the other side is Nick Bullen with his new project Nick, Nick, Nick Bullen was one of the founders of Napalm Death sure um, and a tape is going to be released very soon by Valerio Cosi with his label and an orthodox tape, um, but we're we're kind of resting now because Father um, Borja has two 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 daughters, twins, with one year old. Brand new. And yes, <laughs> he's new father. So I let him rest a little while, and so I keep on studying some my my double base degree. <laughs> I keep on studying. But pretty soon we're going to, in a year or two, we're going to record a new Orthodox album. And I really want to improvise now during that period. But a little bit of relax for, for a few months. Yeah. Uh, if somebody new to music wanted to ask you for advice, what would you tell them? Advice? Oof. Quit. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, for for someone who wants to start playing music, just open your ears, but also listen to yourself first than anyone, because mm, you must reach that your own voice, it's, uh, which is the the most difficult thing, I guess. To be sure that you play only what you want to play, and what you feel you that is in connection with with your inner self. Sometimes you're playing just play with friends, which is cool. But I ask a lot when I'm playing is if this sounds like like me. It's like uh, do I really feel what I'm playing, or let's yeah. to be honest. That way is is difficult because you have, you must be constantly asking yourself if you want to do this. It might be difficult, but you're saying it's worth it. 
yes, it's the, it, it, at the same time, it's the best way to to have um, joy with it and to be to feel complete when you play the, when you play this and to <clears throat> to make it properly. Sure. Okay, I think that's good advice. Maybe better than quit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe. You know. <laughs> uh, do, do you have any collaborations coming up with Howie Reeve? Mm, we, we we've talked about this a few times. We like to to put some split together or something, but it's on the air. But I something that we can work out in the near future. I like to, and he's very kind and nice guy to. I love his his music because talk um, yes. As you, as we talking about my advice to musician, if you, I, I thank him a lot because you listen to five seconds of any of his songs and you know it's him and it's very difficult. And I really respect that. So yeah, it would be cool to make something together with him. I got to do a split seven inch with him. Yes, I, I, you had a the split. I got it. The way we did it was, I wrote words for one of his songs. And then he wrote words for one of my songs. Sure. Yes, I love the split. I got it. I, um, he, I, I asked him about about that one, and he told me a little, and it's, it's fun. <laughs> In a way, it's like true collaboration. Yes. Yeah. That's a magic thing about music. And then... Sure. Uh, and it's also two basses, stra uh, strange, but I actually come from tradition of two basses. I don't know if you know about this band, Dos. Yes, with Kira, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've had for K 35 years. So, not so strange for me. Yes, it's difficult <laughs> to play to bass together. And But like you said, difficult sometimes is okay. Sure. Yeah. Yes, it's a way. <laughs> okay. I want to thank you so from, uh, much for being on the show and being a brother bass player. Out, going out there trying to find your own voice. It's a righteous thing. I love oh, your music. Thank you. And I will continue to play it on the show. Uh, Brother thank Matt, you. thank you for your really? always righteous aid in Abaddon. Good people, it's been the November 1st, 2007 edition, 2017 edition of Watch Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>